0: my name is Brielle Shear, and my dad is Jason Shear, and this is the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. That was my beautiful daughter, Brielle Shear. <laughs> once, once you let one daughter do it, I should have known that I had to let the other daughter do it. Um, we're trying to build something here with, with famous daughters, starting with my podcast. So, um, I am Jason Shear, this is the Wildcat Scoop Podcast, and we're going to take a look at the Arizona-Illinois game. That's coming up tomorrow. Should be a fun one. Uh, Illinois coming off a win against a Grand Canyon team. Uh, That's bad. So it's hard to take too much away from that. It's nice when you can win at Grand Canyon because it's not an easy place to play. But keep in mind that Grand Canyon lost to something called Davenport University. I didn't take the time uh, to look where Davenport University is. I just know that Arizona is better than Davenport University, and so is Illinois. So um, this Grand Canyon team looks like it's going to struggle. It's 0-2. So it's hard to take away too much from what I've seen from Illinois because keep in mind that their first game went to overtime against Nickel State, um, and and they had a big lead. They blew the lead, and it it happens sometimes when uh, you're clearly the better team. Um, But uh, Illinois, I I don't think that we've really seen – um the true Illinois team yet. So there there's a couple guys that I think really stand out and really will uh, will determine the matchup um with Arizona and, and the success that the line I have. Uh the first guy, and he is a monster, um, is Kofi Cockburn. Uh he is seven feet, he's pushing three hundred pounds, um, he's a freshman, just a big, big dude. Um, Chase Jeter is going to have his hands full. Zeke is going to have his hands full. Um, and, and those are probably the guys that are going to get the majority of the time on him. I'm really curious to see how Sean Miller handles things, um, mostly because it, it could be the type of situation where because he's a freshman, Um, He's turned the ball over a little bit this season in the first two games. Does Arizona do the the double? Sometimes we know Sean Miller likes to double. Does he take his chances with the single coverage? It'll be interesting to see. Does he mix it up, etc.? It's probably tempting to double Cockburn. Because he is a freshman, because he has turned the ball over, he has seven turnovers in two games, which is quite a bit for a freshman. Had four against Grand Canyon, three against Nickel State. Obviously, he's a big man. He's not going to get a lot of assists. Um, so it'll be interesting. Uh, He was 8-for-12 against Grand Canyon, had 23-14, and did whatever he wanted. Um, Only got 21 minutes because of foul trouble, but against Nickel State, he played 32. So he's in shape. I mean, he's going to play 30 minutes unless he's in foul trouble. Because he's a bigger guy, Arizona could probably use their speed to get him in foul trouble. Um, So it'll be interesting. But to me, uh, it's hard to imagine Illinois winning this game. Uh, unless Cockburn plays well, because he is such a dominant force inside, takes up a ton of space. He he helps their offense and their defense along what they like to do on both sides of the ball. Where if Cockburn doesn't play well, uh, I have to assume that Illinois didn't play well. Um, they don't have a lot of depth. They're going to go to Cockburn quite a bit. Um, they're going to ask him <coughs> to block shots. Which he's capable of doing, uh, so it's going to be interesting to to really see how big of a part um, a, a, of this game that he is. Uh, the other player that I think uh, everyone is familiar with um, is, is at point guard. I'm I'm really excited for this matchup. Uh, Oyo Dasun Dasunmo. Let's see if I pronounce that right. Uh, let's just call him AO. Uh, AO is is an NBA player. I uh, made the Big Ten All-Freshman team. I was a freshman uh, of the week in the conference twice. Uh, first true freshman in school history to lead the Illini in scoring, averaged 14 points last season. That's the fourth best scoring average by a freshman in school history. Uh, actually got better in league play, pushed 15 points, 23 games in stubble figures, led Illinois in assists, was eight in the conference, third in rebounding. You see where I'm going here. <laughs> he's he's good, um, and he's a bigger bigger guard. So whether it's Nico or Josh that is guarding him, um, it's it's going to be a challenge. Uh, had 21 points against Nickel State, struggled against Grand Canyon shooting, was only three for 11, but made up for it with six assists. So he's a guy where um, if you want to measure where Arizona's guards are in terms of NBA readiness and NBA players in the country, et cetera, um, he, he's your first. This is it. I mean, you'll you'll know if if these guys play right with him, they're obviously in good shape. If they outplay him, they're in better shape. And if he shows up and uh, outplays them both, um, you know that both freshmen has a way uh, to go. I don't think we worry about AO's defense. Um, he's a, he's a long player. Uh, the biggest worry there is is his offense. I mean, he's going to really test Nico Mannion. Um, offensively, sorry, defensively, if Nico's the one to guard him, he's going to test um, Josh Green at, as well. My guess is that Josh Green will get the majority of the time because of that length and athleticism and the fact that Illinois uh, has Andres Felice as well. Um, with that being said, no matter who's guarding A.O., they have to keep him out of the lane. He's not a big three-point shooter, um, he's only got four attempts through two games. His game is is getting in the lane and being creative there. He's a good rebounder for a guard. Uh, he's averaging five rebounds a game this season. He's got eight assists to seven turnovers. He can be forced into turnovers once he gets in that lane and you kind of make things chaotic for him. Um, but he is a he's a good player, and Arizona is gonna see uh, their fair share of good guards this season, and I'd probably put AO up there with any of them. So, defensively, um, Illinois is a lot more than this, obviously, and and I'll get to that in a minute. Um, But when you think about it, uh, if those two guys don't play well, Illinois probably gets blown out. If they play average, Illinois probably loses. If they play really well, this game is going to be closer than people think. Um, That's where I put it at in terms of their importance to the game and their importance uh, overall, to Illinois. Um, the other guy I mentioned, I'd, I'd get to some other players. Andres Feliz uh, is a guy, a six-two guard. He was fourth on the team in scoring, and fifth in rebounding last season, third in assists and steals. Um, has, has gotten off to a really, really good start this season. I think the biggest thing that I've noticed, and I watched both their games, um, was his rebounding. Uh, he he is six-two. Um, but they got to keep him off the glass and and that'll be Nico Mannion's biggest challenge when he's, when he's uh, guarding the senior guard is keeping him off the glass because Illinois has basically told Andres Feliz um, he has free reign to go get the rebound. He had 11 against nickel state. He had six against grand Canyon. Uh, He has six assists to five turnovers, which isn't great. Um, Not a, not a great three point shooter. His, Offense, his game is very clear. Um, he's gone to the free throw line 18 times in two games, and he has 17 rebounds in two games. Um, Sean Miller has said that every year since he's been at Arizona, <laughs> I like think he said uh, how important rebounding is, and I know there's some concern on the message boards about Arizona's ability to defensive rebound. Andres Feliz isn't a big offensive rebounder. He only has one of those 17 um, on the offensive glass, but he's a good rebounder. And if Arizona's going to uh, attack the offensive glass, um, Andres Feliz is going to be there. So even though he's 6'2", he knows what he's doing. He's aggressive on the defensive glass, um, and they like to push it. That's one of the reasons why he is aggressive on the defensive glass. And so uh, he's a guy that, that Nico's going to have his hands full. Um, Nico's probably going to guard him with Josh guarding AO, and, and that's a situation where he's going to have his hands full because uh, Felice has, has played well this year. Is he as good as his 22 at eight and three a game uh, with one and a half steals too? No, he's not. But uh, you got to credit him for getting off um, to such a, a good start uh, this season. Uh, the other guy that you're going to see is Georgie. I'm just going to call him Georgie. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his last name. Uh, Georgie is a 6'9", 235-pound forward. Zeke will likely guard him. Zeke is better than him. Um, Georgie has range. He can hit a couple threes. Uh, I think he hit a couple threes if I remember against Nickel State. Um, but not a great rebounder for a guy, his size with that being said, he hits the offensive glass. So if you remember, I said, Andres Feliz won't hit the offensive glass as much. George, that guy that'll go get the offensive rebounds. Uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, rebounding to me is going to be the key of this game. Arizona has to keep Illinois, uh, off the glass and, and we'll get to my keys of the game in a minute. Uh, another player, Trent Frazier's in the starting lineup. He's all right. Uh, nothing great. Um, he's a guy where he, he's athletic, a decent rebounder, but Arizona should be able to handle them. And Illinois usually goes seven deep. Uh, they'll use Alan Griffin off the bench. He's a sophomore, um, decent you know, not not one of these six men that can go off the bench and and go nuts. He's that three-point shooter that Illinois will bring off the bench, play for 15 minutes and say, let it, let it fly. Uh, played 16 minutes against Nickel State, attempted three of them, made one. Played 18 minutes against Gray Canyon, attempted seven threes and made three. That's what he does. Uh, decent rebounder, not great, um, but uh, three-point is where he's at. So when he's on the court... Um, Arizona, if their three-point defense is, is similar to how it was um, last game against NAU, they'll be fine. If it resembles Chico State, um, it'll be not fine, <laughs> basically. Um, you know They, they really got to close down on Alan Griffin when he's in the game um, and, and really get on him and make sure that he's not uh, shooting the three. He'll be the first man um, off the bench for Illinois. And then they have another guard, uh, Demonte Williams. He'll get off the bench as well. He's just a typical uh, bench guard, good defender, good uh, good rebounder. So they don't have a lot of front court, front court depth, uh, but they are a, a solid rebounding team. Um, right now, you take a look at their offensive rebounders on Ken Palm. Uh, they're third in the country in their offensive rebound percentage. The, they're allowing the... 11th lead, so they're good i mean they're a a good rebounding team um and and so that is going to be the main issue for arizona will nico go and get rebounds josh green will he be able to attack the glass chase jeter has to be strong in the paint if he's not strong in the paint against kofi cockburn he probably shouldn't be on the court um i'm confident in saying that it might be harsh but this isn't the type of game where um you know arizona needs to go out and, and be soft Illinois is a decent team. It is a very decent team. Uh, Their offensive efficiency right now is 24th in the country. Defense, they're 56. Um, Tempo, they're kind of in between. Um, But they'll, they'll take their time. They're not a great shooting team. They turn the ball over too much, but they do get to the line, and they do hit the offensive glass. And because of that, um, you know, that, that's, that's the key right there. And, and they allow three-pointers. They don't, they don't really mind allowing three-pointers. Um, they'll go, they'll block shots. But the key with them is the offensive glass uh, and getting to the free throw line. And it's things that ha- Arizona has struggled with um, in the past. And it's things that Arizona basically uh, is going to have to do well here in order to win this game. Um, To me, when you're looking at Arizona, uh, I think the key is this is going to get interesting for the younger guys. Uh, I think that the younger guys are going to be challenged. You go, you play Chico State, you play NAU. There's not a lot of challenge there. Then all of a sudden, you're stepping up. We know that Nico Mannion and Josh Green struggled defensively in the St. Mary's game. St. Mary's is a better team than Illinois. Illinois. But they're still, uh, okay, we're playing bad team, bad team, good team, or at least average team, right? Illinois is clearly better than Chico State and clearly better than NAU. Um, with all the excitement, and I, me, myself included, that came from the NAU game, we all know that NAU is a bad team. Illinois is not a bad team. Um, and so this will be the first kind of viewing that we get where we get a real feel of for what type of Arizona team uh, this is. Um, I do think that this is a losable game for Arizona. If they're not rebounding well, um, I don't want to say it's going to look like the Baylor game because I don't think it'll be that big of a rebounding deficit, but if they're not rebounding well and really controlling the defensive glass, uh, Arizona could lose this game. So, I mean, if you're looking for three keys, I think I've said it already, but number one, rebounding. Uh, Chase Jeter, Josh Green, Nico Mannion has to keep his man off the glass. Andres Feliz, Um, Jamal Baker, all these guys have to get rebounds. All right, and and I'm assuming that when Sean Miller uh, practices with the team today, one of the first things he'll say is rebounding, and then he'll say it again and again and again. Uh, number two, you got to keep these guys off the line. Uh, Arizona has depth. It can afford foul trouble, but there's a difference between getting in foul trouble because of the, the game and the flow of it and, and getting Illinois on the line where they're successful, where they live. I mean, they they hit a lot of free throws. Um, the third one is keeping Illinois off the three-point line. And even though Illinois doesn't shoot a lot of threes, it's not a great three-point shooting team, that's the kind of situation where you don't want Illinois to come into McHale and all of a sudden they're hitting threes because if that happens the rest of the team is confident um and and you know you you start to see things pick up you start to see the overall flow of the game change and things become a lot more dangerous uh for Arizona so those are my quick thoughts on the Illinois game uh it's going to be a fun one uh I'm going to go ahead and and give you my preview of the breakdown tomorrow. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pick Arizona 78-70. to 70. Uh, I think it'll be a relatively close game. Uh, I don't see Arizona blowing out Illinois. If they do blow out Illinois, uh, it's a heck of a win. I think it's the type of game where the first half is relatively close and Arizona just makes a few more plays in the second half to pull ahead. Either way, we will have a podcast on Monday talking about the game, um, what went right. What went wrong? Um, Also, a couple things. We are running a deal up until tomorrow at midnight, Sunday midnight, uh, 1159 Eastern, where it's a buck for your first two months. That is a heck of a deal. Um, Also, do me a favor. Rate this podcast five stars. Rate it highly, hopefully. And uh, I appreciate you for joining me. And once again, Arizona versus Illinois tomorrow night should be a good one i'm picking arizona 78 uh to 70 i think i said i forgot already 78 to 70 uh, appreciate you for joining me i'm jason Shear, senior editor of wildcat authority and this has been the wildcat scoop podcast